0: then we would go periods of time where he would disagree with something and he wouldn't talk to me for like three, four months at a time. And he did this once when I was in eighth grade and then a few times in high school and in college. And it just got to a point where as a a kid, you know, when you're 16 to 23, you're still a kid, right? Where I started being like, you know, this isn't normal. Even over, over something as trivial as, well, I went on a trip. Mom said I could go on it.
1: Alex Williams here to welcome you back to Broken Bulbs, the show for entrepreneurs, creators, and builders who need to keep it real. Today, I'm joined once again by Jim Van Allen, who previously featured on episode 176 of Broken Bulbs. So make sure you go back and check that out as well. Now, Jim is the vice president of schools for the John Gordon Companies. Jim speaks at schools and companies across the United States. And he attended the University of Florida for his bachelor's, Florida Atlantic University for his master's and Kaiser University for his PhD in education leadership. But he also had to learn to be a good father without having a great example. That's coming up after the break. Real quick before we get into today's show, I just wanted to say thank you for all the ways you offer support, whether it's through sharing the show or through leaving us a review. I really appreciate it. Now, recently I've started creating some bonus content over on patreon.com slash Alex Williams. Remember, I spell Williams differently too. If you want to support me over there, you can go to patreon.com slash Alex Williams or click the first link in the show notes. It'll take you right there, give you access to a ton of bonus content and a ton of other cool stuff that I've been working on. Enjoy the show. Jim Van Allen, ready to talk about another one of your broken bulbs? I'm ready. All right. So today we're going to talk about you having a strange relationship with your father. We haven't talked a ton about father-son relationships, but I I feel like probably at least half of the audience has some sort of father-son relationship, however that looks. Do you want to tell us about yours? So it wasn't always bad. And that's what's interesting. Like growing up, we had a great relationship with my dad.
0: And you know, he was an airline pilot. He is an air was an airline pilot retired. So, you know, he would be gone some some days of the week. But we always had a great time with him. Uh, my parents were divorced, so we would spend part of the time with my dad, part with my mom. And he was a great dad, you know, growing up. I think it was just when you get into that high school time when you start getting a a sense of self-identity, your self-identity is much stronger, right? As you get a little bit older. And, you know, I wanted to do a few things with friends that he didn't agree with and start taking certain trips. And and there were, then we would go periods of time where he would disagree with something and he wouldn't talk to me for like three, four months at a time. And he did this once when I was in eighth grade and then a few times in high school and then in college. And it just got to a point where as a, as a kid, you know, when you're 16 to 23, you're still a kid, right. Where I started being like, you know, this isn't normal. And this, you know, how can somebody like calls, you know, calls you, you know, they call themselves their dad, do this to a son and not even over, over something as trivial as, well, I went on a trip, mom said I could go on it or this such and such happened, you know, and, and I didn't, so he always would hold things uh, against me. And I wasn't alone, though. So he does this with everybody. I mean, he's pretty much driven away uh, anybody who's ever gotten really close to him. So he has this natural tendency of pushing people away if they, quote, wrong him, even for a little list of things. So I just fell on those crosshairs. And you would think that your kids can do no wrong. I mean, I'm a, I'm a dad now. I have a six-year-old and a four-year-old. And to me, they can do no wrong. They may annoy me, but they can't do it sometimes. If they, but I'm always going to love them no matter what. So I always thought that's what a parent did. And that was, wasn't the case with him. So I made a decision you know, in, in college, uh, towards the end of college, where he had moved away to Arizona from our hometown and I had, we were in a period where we were talking and I helped him move and, and, you know, said goodbye. And then that was it. Like we didn't talk anymore after that. And we weren't on bad terms. There wasn't a falling out. It was, he moved to Arizona. I was still in Florida. I was just finished. I was still, still going to school at, at Florida, University of Florida. I didn't call him. He didn't call me. And it was really strange. And at the end of college, I made the decision to, I just didn't feel like I had a relationship with him anymore. You know, I was tired of these periods of not talking and not feeling connected. And I just changed my last name from uh, from his last name to my mother's maiden name because she had switched to her maiden name uh, after the divorce. So I became Jim Van Allen. I was not always Jim Van Allen. I had his last name, which was Corechias. And, and that was a big decision, you know, because that's the name you pass on to your kids and your wife. And, uh, and I just didn't feel like, you know, and part of it was business reasons. I always thought Van Allen had a nicer stage presence and stuff, but I think, uh, but I think I was using that as a, you know, as a justification, you know, and, it was, um, it was, it was tough, but I, 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 made the decision. And of course he found out that the grapevine and uh, you know, I showed up at his house once at a speaking engagement in Houston. This was like two years after and I hadn't talked to him and I just showed up at his house randomly, you know, the guts on me. And uh, he, you know, he, I just wanted to see, I don't know why I went. I think I just wanted to see what was left you know, if I didn't, I didn't know that he that he did, that I didn't know that he knew I changed my last name, so I didn't know this. But he brought it up, and it, things kind of went south. And he basically said that that was like the last straw. Like you don't do that. It was the last straw, and I didn't think I justified it well. I don't think I explained well the why well. I think I was taken off guard by the question, and he can be a little bit intimidating as well. So, and I never really had a chance to really explain things uh, well to him. And then that was it. Like we, we haven't really seen talked to each other since that was 11 to 10 years ago now. So I don't regret the decision uh, because it was my mom's maiden name. My mom means a lot to me and that's who I am now. Um, and my grandmother didn't hold it against me. She knows, you know, what kind of person he can be to sometimes, but that, that, that strange relationship with my dad has made me now appreciate being a father more and being a good father to my kids, because I know I have tendencies that he has, right? I have the tendencies. I can, it's instinctual. It's genetic to put the wall up, to push people away, leave my own loved ones, right? And to shut down, to clam up. And I now can recognize when I'm doing that and so can my wife and she'll push me on it and be like, no, we're talking about this or like she's good about it because she knows, you know, the the monster that's within. Right. So it's helped me to just make that commitment to myself and my, my wife and family to be like my kids, my family are everything. And they they like I said, they can do no wrong. So. I didn't have a dad in my life really while I was raising kids. You know, I've talked to my dad in ten years, so I've had to figure out what that, how to do that on your, you know, how to what it, what it is to be a dad. I've had to create that and figure that out. But I think I'm a better dad because of it. Well, you wouldn't think it would be that way, right? Like you would think you have to have these strong father figures to learn how to be a dad, and and I just didn't have that, you know. And I had to figure it out. So when you figure it out on your own. You are trial and error, you're you know, you're you're developing a blank you have a blank slate and a blank canvas. So I've had to lean into that more and, and my wife and I we're doing a great job and we we try to be really engaged parents and and um, and things that worked with one maybe not work for the other. So when you do it, you, when you have to build something yourself, you're more you're more you're proud, you're more proud of it and I think you're more protective
1: of it as well. And of course, at the end of every episode, I like to hear what are you working on? Why don't you tell us about your podcast and where we can go to find you and the rest of your work?
0: Absolutely. Uh, You can find me on social media at Jim Van Allen, V-A-N-A-L-L-A-N, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And of course, my podcast is Communicate to Motivate. And you can find it on any podcast platform. Just search for it. It'll pop up. Had it out now for about a year and a half, about seventy-five episodes in, and we focus a lot on just ways to make communication skills practical and real. You know, communication so broad. So we tend to we break it down. We break it down by uh, areas of your life like relationships and family and work and we're doing one on self talk and we bring on guests every once in a while, uh, but just to, to add an accent piece. But it's it's very personal to me, we tell a lot of good stories. So hopefully Communicate to Motivate can be part of your download list just like uh, Broken Bulbs here.
1: Fantastic. And I'm going to have links to that and everything else that you're working on down in the show notes. And with that, I just want to say thank you once again. Thank you very much. And thank you for listening. Put effort into your relationships and learn from your past experiences. Special thank you to Jim Van Allen for joining me and being willing to talk about his Broken Bulbs. Be sure to check out his work which, as always, I have linked down in the show notes. And if you want more Jim on Broken Bulbs, make sure you check out episode 176 of Broken Bulbs, which featured Jim as well. And if you want to offer support beyond leaving a review and sharing the show, please visit Patreon via the first link in the show note. As a thank you for your support, you'll get a postcard from me, wherever I am, to wherever you are. Broken Bulbs is produced by Mecco Radio, and we are, of course, a proud member of the Create Vine. I, Alex Williams, was your host. The podcast artwork is by Bethany Geffsson, and the music we use is by Brian Claxton and Wesley Thomas. Oh, and thanks again for listening. Mecco.